Welcome to that weekend feeling with Darren Mann. The great pit bull debate continues. Petitions both in favor and opposed to the breed being a domestic animal. What is the position of the National Society of Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, the NSPCA? What is their position? We're catching up with Nazareth Apple-Sami. You're the manager of the special investigation. What is that unit of yours called, Naz? Good morning. Hi, good morning. Thanks, Darren, and a very warm welcome to the listeners. <clears throat> so, yeah, with regards to the petition, I think we should start there. And uh, we, we, we certainly um, support the call uh, for the protection of the vulnerable, but not necessarily do we support the ban of any breed. Our mandate is the protection of animals, and this is our stance where we support stronger regulations and stronger laws being implemented to protect uh, the breed and as a result will ultimately protect people from attacks. Now, as you understand it at the moment, do we need further legislation or is the current legislation and the laws and bylaws, are they sufficient but just not being policed to the full extent? What's your thought on that? We, we definitely need further legislation. Remember, there is no national legislation that exists currently for the keeping of dogs when it comes to vicious animals. So, and the bylaws differ from province to province, and you're quite right. One of the biggest challenges with bylaws is enforcement. Is that well, it's all good and well that bylaws exist, um, but what remains is who will enforce these bylaws. And I think that is the biggest challenges that municipalities have. It's actually a race now by several municipalities. They are in a race uh, to uh, basically beef up their bylaws. So it, it entails um, more guidance on the keeping and breeding and control of animals, we, domestic animals, that is. Yeah. We often hear it's not bad dogs, it's bad owners. Do you agree with that? And if so, how do you determine who the bad owners are? I think it's both. I think that um, definitely, um, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we've always said that an animal should be part of the family. It should be socialized. Uh, there should be a strong bond between a uh, human and owner. And I think if that's the case, then you have an animal that you understand its behavior. You understand that, especially if we're talking about the pit bull, we understand or the person or the owner has researched the animal and understands that the animal is easily aroused. And basically we're saying that if you own such a breed, then basically you should be micromanaging it. You should be able to give it a lot of attention. And having said that, there's also a lot of animals that, because remember the breed was uh, created for the purpose of fighting. And although it was never intended to be human aggressive, it was man who had manipulated this breed and of course the aggression has been passed down from some animals onto other animals. So I think that um, the Biro captured it very well in his cartoonistic uh, with the firearm. He said um, owners should be aware that if you have a pit bull, it's basically having a loaded weapon. And why would you leave a weapon lying around? And it is very true that there is hundreds and thousands of owners all across South Africa and the world that will argue that the breed itself um, is, uh, is loved and there are hundreds and thousands of breeds out there that show no aggression. This is true. However, the sad reality is also the opposite. There have been animals that have shown no aggression all their life 
and something just triggers in them a predator prey instinct which results in an attack. Anecdotal evidence has it that there has been an increase, a rise in the number of pit bull attacks. We do seem to be seeing more headlines about those of late. Do you think the rate of, of uh, attack by pit bulls is increasing? I think that the, the media has a lot to do with this. I mean, in the past, um, you know, even if an attack occurred, um, a victim would not necessarily report it to the police station of where they're supposed to report it in terms of the Animal Matters Amendment Act. But because the, the media are, are to the ground right now, every single attack is getting the attention, you know, from the media. So I'm not saying that a few months ago um, there weren't attacks. I'm just saying that now with every single attack, it's making every paper, every registration, uh, every news channel in the country because it appears to be one after the other. What I can say is that the the fatalities is something new because, I mean, attacks go, go on all the time, but this sudden increase in the people dying, uh, that has certainly created a lot of awareness. A lot of owners are surrendering animals, I hear, to various organisations like the NSPCA. Is that happening from your vantage point? And what are your thoughts on people deciding to surrender their pit bulls? Absolutely. So SPCAs, and uh, I can't talk on behalf of other animal welfare organisations, but certainly SPCAs all across the country have, in, have received a high influx of animals, especially because of what is happening with the attack. So our resources currently are being stretched. Uh, as you know, we are non-governmental, so we are non-profit organisations, so finances are becoming an issue. But our doors remain open. Uh, we will never, ever refuse an animal. And I think that's what separates us from other shelters. You have other shelters, and they are referred to as slow-kill shelters. And when the kennels are full, they basically close up and say, well, I'm sorry, we can't accept any more animals we full. And when it is an SPCA, we will never, ever turn an animal away. So... To, to people that have surrendered their animals because for different reasons and some of them have surrendered it because they are unsure of the breed or because the breed has shown a bit of aggression or they just realize that they don't have appropriate facilities to keep such animals. We commend those individuals for doing the responsible thing. So we don't want the, the, the public or owners just giving it to the neighbor or to, to a friend, it just perpetuates the problem. So, I mean, if you want to breed, if you want the animal, you should research it, you should understand it. You should not just go out and get it because it's a status symbol and everyone out there has it. So I think that um, a lot of people have been responsible by surrendering their animals to the SPCA. You mentioned triggers earlier that could set a pit bull off. Is there any way at all of recognizing the signs before an attack occurs or not? Yeah, there are, there are several triggers that can be recognized. I think the first one is noticing aggression in an animal. And I think that if your animal has a, a degree of aggression and you see that there's a difference in behavior, these are all alarm signs, especially if the animal has killed another animal. I mean, we had an incident um, uh, last month, not two weeks ago in the Free State, where both parents were mauled by um, uh, their own dog and they bandaged themselves up and, they, and that was that. And then a week after that, 
they two-year-old was mauled, and this was in Bethlehem. And we think, well, how can that be? How can it be that the parent, uh, both parents that were attacked, didn't think that the dog would attack their two-year-old? But, but this is what happened, and the three-year-old is critical as we speak in hospital. So parent did, the parents did not take heed uh, that they have an aggressive animal. I think that um, you should be mindful and you should understand your animal. That is why I've said earlier that basically you should be micromanaging an animal, uh, your animal, especially if you have a breed like this. Naz, in closing, petitions for pit bulls to remain as domestic pets and animals and a petition against your position as the NSPCA, where do you sit? So we're we, we not in support of the uh, petition or ban of any animal. Um, we believe that um, it is better to have stronger regulations, and this is why we are calling and we are engaging with national gov- uh, government. We are engaging with municipalities across the country to um, uh, to look at the uh, bylaws and amend it uh, so that they are stricter control over these animals, and I think that's the way we, we want things to develop, and ultimately it rests now on national government on a way forward as to how they are going to protect the public, which is their mandated to do. The, the SPCA movement in South Africa is mandated to protect animals, and this is what we will continue doing. There you go. That's the position from the SPCA. Naz, thank you so much for joining us. I got your position wrong at the start of the uh, interview this morning. Possibly you want to correct me, your correct title? I'm the manager of the Special Investigations Unit at the National SPCA. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for your time. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.